Welcome, welcome to another week of The Actors' Bow. This is your host, Denise Borratrepat, and I'm so excited to have you another week here. Honestly, this is getting more exciting every single week. Like at the beginning, I started doing this and I was like, oh shit, the mic is on. Like, I have to talk, I have to say something. Like, it was kind of stressful. I mean, it's fun, but you know, there's pressure. But at this point, I'm just here like sitting, I'm like, okay, just let me take a hit out of my joy and just chill with my friends from the podcast. So thank you for that, guys. You are my friends that I don't know some of you and... Yeah, thank you for being there. So, today's episode is the continuation of part one of last week's episode, which is from Spain to New York, where I explained where I went on a whole quest to go from a little town in Spain to New York City and just, you know, live my dream and now be in LA. We didn't get to that in the last episode. But we got to how I did the auditions in New York and how that whole process was. And I realized I kind of made it sound like... It was a few steps, but no, no, no. That was like two years of non-stop hard work, like, but seemed impossible. Uh, today in this episode, I'm going to explain what happens once I finish the auditions and I go back to Spain and I wait and see if I got accepted to even one place. That's what this episode is about. But before we get to that, I want to introduce the Sunday spotlight of this week, and that is Meredith Julia Muirhead. She is a very young actress who has just been accepted to Hofstra University acting program. So congratulations, Meredith. That's amazing. Um, actually, you're going to hear in this episode how Hofstra holds a very special place in my heart. And she is really awesome. I love interviewing and hearing from really young artists who are just starting out. They have other points of views and other ways of seeing things, sometimes even more passionate than people who have been in the business for a longer time because their point of view is, comes just from pure passion. So I'm very excited for you to hear Meredith's interview. And if you want to find her before this Sunday, her Instagram handle is MeredithJulia21. And that is at M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H-J-U-L-I-A-2-1. So, to start the episode this week, last week we left it at I audition, I go back to New York, to my boring life, to my mundane nothing happens in this town ever life. If you can imagine a boring place, a place where there's nothing ever <laughs> that is where I grew up so I go back there and life goes on really it's like nothing has changed that week in New York those two weeks in New York of auditions were like dreams that just remained as that I was really proud of them and the fact that I had done that but you know going back to the same that you grew up doing just makes you feel like that just some unattainable thing that you got to live for two weeks. So then I did a play with my theater company in my city or town. It also happened that when we did a play, we usually would also go do it in a retirement home for, you know, elder people who wanted to see theater. So one of those times I was doing this play and we went to do it for the elder people. And then I was on stage and then I had like 30 minutes before I had to be on stage again and of course what do you do when you have 30 minutes to chill you go to the green room now mind you the green room in the retirement home was a really really small old room with an 
old and tuned piano and an old greasy couch and you know all the actresses got to change there so very glamorous for sure so I went to the green room and I was alone and I picked my phone because of course that's what you do when you are not on stage and you have so much time to spare I go on my phone and I have an email notification and I open it and it says Hofstra University and I open it and it says congratulations and I'm like honestly at that point my heart just stopped and I was like congratulations what so I kept reading congratulations you have been accepted to our program not only that you got a scholarship and when I read the amount the scholarship was for and everything I I knew what that meant one one school that was the first school that had accepted me and not only had accepted me but with a scholarship which meant that even if no other school would accept me I was going to New York so I just started crying I just this is the first time in my whole life I recall to ever crying of happiness ever that the tears could not stop coming from my eyes I could not breathe and I was like oh damn it I have to be on stage on stage in 10 minutes like but it didn't matter the whole world stopped in that moment I knew my whole life had changed in that small little dirty green room of that retirement home and I'll never forget that moment it was so beautiful and I just after that performance I went running to my parents that were uh working and then were at home and I told them and they couldn't believe it I think I mean they could but they couldn't you know like I really think they expected me they they wanted me to get it but they weren't sure I would get it the same as me so that was a life-changing moment to know that that happened and the craziest part after that day the next day another acceptance letter arrived and another and another and another and I was so overwhelmed like the truth is that I applied to 20 schools and 19 accepted me with scholarships. Some of them weren't enough to actually go. Uh, For example, I remember I got accepted to the New York Conservatory of Dramatic Arts and the scholarship wasn't enough for me to be able to attend. And that was one of my choices, but I wasn't able to go to that school because of the scholarship. But the fact that so many accepted me was just such a dream. It was very incredible it was something that was impossible and I still don't know to this day how but I did it and I just guess it was meant to happen so once I got accepted to all those schools I had to make a choice and the choice was between Hofstra University and Adelphi University in the end there were many other schools but I also liked the idea of something small and something that was near to the city but not in the city because again I had never left my small town and I love New York but it was also a very big step so I finally decided on Adelphi University which is where I ended up going and I don't regret that choice at all it was it was an amazing place I have no doubt that other places that accepted me were incredible and I would have been really happy there but I know I was meant to go to Adelphi University the people that I met there and everything I wouldn't have had it any other way but then I got accepted and that was I don't know February like March 
that's when I found out and then I had to just prepare everything for leaving and that was crazy you know I was graduating high school and I knew everybody in my town would stay and just either start working some of them go to university but just stay and I was going on a big adventure on my own to the other side of the world my parents and I prepared everything and we booked tickets because my parents of course wanted to bring me to New York City and make sure I was installed and everything was fine so in August the three of us flew to New York City with all my things and it was so hard so hard to pack a whole life in a little suitcase to move across the world and to this day I still have so many of my belongings in Spain and I don't know when I'm gonna be able to bring them here but it's just such a interesting concept that you know you never consider I know I'm going off topic of what happened and the story but I just want you to think of a moment for that you know I grew up in my town and I never moved from there until I was 17 and you know you don't the concept for example of immigrants you know like you have people in your class maybe I had a couple of people that were immigrants and they were always different people you know and then when it happens to you and when you're the one who moves and you realize what it is to just not only leave your family and your town but leave your culture and leave everything <laughs> everything you know and start in a new place um, if you haven't experienced that maybe you will someday maybe you won't but I just encourage you to think about it for a moment what that must be like to leave your life behind even if it's for something exciting and amazing it's it's always a hard moment and I arrived to New York with my parents and we went to Adelphi University and they helped me get installed. I got a roommate and it was all so exciting and all so American. Everything was exactly like in the movies. There was the football place, lacrosse and the dorms and everything was just like a, literally a movie. <laughs> and I remember I got installed the weekend before we started classes. And let's say we started classes on Monday. And my parents stayed until that Monday. Their plane was leaving the day my classes started. So that morning, I, that night before the classes started, I still slept with my parents at the hotel. It was the last night I would see my parents in... I really didn't know when. I was hoping Christmas. But, you know, it's not like going away to a school an hour away. It's not like going away to a school in the same country. It's a school across a whole ocean. So I slept with them and then they went with me to the train, the LIRR. Just again, shout out to the Long Island Railroad train. And they left me there. And I remember the moment that we hugged, we said goodbye. And they stepped out of the train and they stood on that platform. And I remember the doors of the train closing. And I could still see them through the windows. And then the train started moving and just looked at them and waved and they waved and I knew our hearts were so broken and I knew my life was starting at that moment and I I cried and I cried and huh, funny enough my first classes was at 9 a.m and it was the 8 a.m train so I had to go to class and pretend that wasn't there and pretend that everything was fine and just do the class and don't get me wrong I was living my dream so you know I'm just saying sometimes even if you are living your dream 
that doesn't mean there can't be other things that could be breaking your heart or things that could be going wrong in your life you know and it's another concept that I really believe in not just because you're living your dream or someone seems to have everything doesn't mean that everything is fine or that they are truly happy and again I was really happy at that moment but for sure the first month was very 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 hard to live on my own and to get used to that and the American culture and everything in between you just your whole life changes so from there I guess the rest is history I mean I moved from my town to New York City and I studied there for four years and I guess another day I'll talk about how I made it to LA because that's another story it's I always said I would never do film and TV or commercials and I, I am like the theater kid but yeah I graduated and a few weeks after I moved to LA so stay tuned to hear why and if I regret that decision so that's basically the story if I'm gonna leave you with something it's just the idea that anything is possible especially if you are ignorant enough to be brave <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way I'm just saying that sometimes not knowing things gives it the, gives us that strength that we didn't know we had and sometimes even youth you know just being so young and naive that makes us do these crazy things that you know looking back now a more mature me I don't know if she would have done that I want to leave you with that that everything is possible like really is but everything that you might dream of also comes with a lot of hard work you know I would have never in my whole life in a thousand years or anybody around me growing up would have believed you if they had said what ends up happening to me that I studied in New York that I'm now in LA a professional actress no one would have believed it especially me now that didn't happen again like I said at the beginning with a couple steps and a few auditions and a few bad moments that happened after two full years of non-stop working and when I say non-stop working is I've never worked that hard in my whole life the last two years of high school I did not hang out with anybody at all as sad as it sounds I know those are like amazing years to hang out with your friends but I had to give that up to study English, to study the SAT, to study the TOEFL, which is the English proof of proficiency that they need in the US, to apply, to write all the essays in a language that wasn't mine, to learn all the monologues, to make all the research, to prepare so many things that you can't even imagine are a part of this whole process. And that's it. I mean, yes, the good thing is that dreams do come true and the dream might be so big that it doesn't fit in your head that when you imagine you can't imagine you living that dream but I promise you you just have to imagine it you just have to imagine it like it's real and put in the work always that's the most important part you can dream all you want but if you don't put in the work it won't happen but if you dream it and you put in the work from someone who went from a small town in Spain, from nothing to this, I can assure you, dreams do come true. But it will be really hard. I can't lie to you. It will be really hard. You'll have to give up a lot of things. You will have to say no to a lot of things. You will have to say yes 
to many others. You will have to change yourself. You will have to keep learning. You will have to never give up. You will have to go through a lot of it alone. You will have to learn to be alone and to love to be alone. You will have to learn to adapt and to better yourself. You will have to learn to work through being afraid. You will have to learn to hide that fear. You will have to learn to fight through the fear. You will have to learn to be yourself. And you will have to learn that to be yourself is the best thing you could ever do. And you will have to learn that if you truly believe it, you can do it. But this dream you're thinking of, and I know you're thinking of it right now in your mind and you're holding it so close to your heart right now at this moment, this dream will require the highest version of yourself. A version you still haven't met and a version you still don't even know exists of yourself. But the good thing is that it's in you. You just have to find it. So that is all for today. Before the end of this episode, I want to bring the play of the week and today to honor my country where I come from, I wanted to bring Fuente Ovejuna by Lope de Vega. Um, this play has been translated in English many times. It's a really famous play in Spain. It was written in 1619. So it's a classic. Now, why am I bringing this? No, it's not just to honor my country and to put my selfish input into this. No, no, no. I'm bringing this because this is an amazing play for monologues, both male and female, classic monologues that are not that done because it's a Spanish play and a Spanish playwright. Now, people do Shakespeare all the time. People even do Moliere, even if it's foreign. But not too many people do Lope de Vega. So if you want to find something different, incredible quality, even if you're not finding monologues, you should read this play. It's amazing. But if you want to find something different for your classic repertoire, definitely look into Lope de Vega. Not just Fuente Ovejuna, but also he has other plays that are great, um, comedies, dramas. Fuente Ovejuna has incredible dramatic monologues, especially for female, really, really strong characters. So this will be all for this week. I kept it really short this week because the next one is going to be probably very long because, drumroll please, we have the first guest in the actor's vow. I'm so excited. I mean, I don't want to say anything. It's going to be a surprise, but it's going to be so good. You guys are going to love it. It's a very special person in my life, someone I really admired, one of the people who I've learned almost everything I know from. And you'll just love her and you'll learn so much from everything she has to say. So if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear all the others and all the amazing episodes to come, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And again, if you can leave a review or five stars, I'll love you forever. And I'll send you all my love and gratitude from Los Angeles. I read all the reviews personally. And if you have any comment or question, you can also feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email at hello at theactorsvow.com. Don't forget to follow The Actors Vow on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all at 
the actors vow thank you so much for joining me another week you guys are amazing and i'll see you next wednesday <laughs>